Hello and welcome to this beautiful day and to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach from Think Chat. Today we are exploring episode 37 where we're going to try to understand the transdisciplinary theme descriptors. This is our second transdisciplinary challenge and just a reminder on how it's set up. This episode that you're listening to right now is part A, where we're going to review the big ideas that we'll be exploring and provide a foundation so that you can actually do the challenge. If you understand this part of our challenge through experience and your, your school is a little bit further along, wonderful, then skip this episode and go on to the actual challenge in episode 38. If you are still struggling with the ideas, stay with me and we'll explore them together. Let's get started. So in this challenge, we're going to explore the understanding and unpacking of the transdisciplinary theme descriptors. I am completely honest. It took me a long time to realize the importance of these theme descriptors because my teams never talked about them. We never planned with them. And so they never got taught. They were just put up on the wall, our unit wall, or around the room. And we utilized them sort of, you know, we picked concepts, but they didn't really drive anything. Or maybe they didn't, I didn't know how that happened. You know, there was this disconnect for myself. And about, I would say year 10 in the PYP, I wondered what would happen if I taught the students the meaning of the descriptors so that they could have a bigger picture of the unit and have an anchor as they're going through out learning the content of the unit. So then I started digging deeper into the descriptors themselves and realized they were actually comprised of families of concepts or big ideas that were just simply separated by commas, or sorry, not commas, semicolons. Huge in my mind. And we're gonna actually unpack this process of what the heck I'm talking about. So if you're like me and haven't understood the importance of these theme descriptors, stay with me on this journey. If you have a solid understanding, reminder, go on to the challenge now. So in the last challenge, we talked very briefly, you know, we talked about the big overview of the PYP and transdisciplinary learning. And we touched on the six transdisciplinary themes, what they were, but now we're going to delve into them and their power to magically transform your curriculum design. We're going to zoom into the descriptors themselves and try to unpack them so that you have a better understanding. We're going to start off with the descriptor how we express ourselves to help you better understand how to use it. So let's get started. Here's the descriptor. An inquiry into the ways in which we discover, express ideas, feelings, nature, culture, beliefs and values, the ways in which we reflect on and extend and enjoy our creativity, our appreciation of the aesthetic. That's a lot to take in, right? So we're going to break it down. Before we do, I just want to lay some sort of foundation for you. 
Concepts are big ideas that are nouns, common nouns, that have universal impact and application. So meaning, they're timeless. They could have happened in any time in history. They're universal. It happens to any person on this planet. Abstract, not quickly, you can't quickly answer it. Yeah, it takes a minute and it can have multiple answers. What are the ideas in this descriptor, I'm going to read it again, that follow that criteria? An inquiry into the ways in which we discover and express ideas, feelings, nature, culture, beliefs, and values. The ways in which we reflect on, extend, and enjoy our creativity, our appreciation of the aesthetic. All right, friends, did you find the concepts? I did. Or I think I did. If I look at this theme descriptor, for me, it's pretty easy to pick out the concepts. I see ideas, feelings, nature, culture, beliefs, and values. Then I also see creativity, appreciation, and aesthetic. Does that make sense? Because they're big ideas to be explored. Now, when I look at other descriptors that I think are easy, but they're actually quite, they're a lot more challenging. For example, who we are. Everyone loves who we are because they think it's simple. But when you actually delve into it, it's complex. So now let's read that descriptor. An inquiry into the nature of self, beliefs and values personal, physical, mental, social, and spiritual health, human relationships, including families, friends, communities, and cultures, rights and responsibilities, what it means to be human. In this descriptor, it can be harder to identify the root concept, as I call it, like the underlying concept. The root concepts I have identified, like really the true concept, is self, beliefs and values, health, relationships, rights and responsibilities, and human. But some of you are going to, but, 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 wait a minute, families, friends, communities, and cultures are also concepts. We sh uh, That's like what we were talking about in the previous one, ideas, feelings, isn't that the same? You're right. They are concepts, but in this context, they're actually sub-concepts. So think about it. Families, friends, communities, and cultures are sub-concepts of relationships. So think about concepts as almost like the category and then the types of whatever that category is are your sub-concepts. So relationships is your category and types of relationships are families, friends, communities, and culture. Are we having some aha moments? I hope so. It can be tricky. Don't worry. But when we try it and we plan this way, it really helps us to have a defined focus rather than putting everything in the kitchen sink into our unit and then kids are very confused and you're actually laying misconceptions 
So why is this important? The transdisciplinary theme descriptors are important because they provide an anchor for your unit of inquiry. They're really your North Star, guiding you through the process to help children to make connections. So it's really important for you to utilize them. So what's a concrete example? So if I'm looking at how we express ourselves and I zoom in to the concept of beliefs and values, Every time I'm teaching in, remember how we express ourselves is how we utilize our voice to share it with the world. So we might look at um, things, uh, so let's say we're looking at revolution, right? Um, in social studies, ways that people speak about the unjust of the government. Well, how did they do that? So how do you know their beliefs and values? through art, through editorials, through, right? All of these things, because they didn't have television back then. So what are ways that people, editorial cartoons, what are the people ways that people showed their feelings about that experience, their beliefs and values? Now, let's say science. Well, would, would be, let's say in regards to science, we're looking at revolution. Well, when revolution often happens, people move, people, you know, people migrate. So what is the effect on the environment as people um, expand and utilize resources? And what are your beliefs and values about that? Should people just move and take over an area? Now we're looking at from mathematics, we might be looking at decimals at that time. And we might look at the cost factors and say, okay, well, do you believe that um, nations should um, utilize so much money as they're revolting and expanding and utilizing all these resources? What is the cost effect of that? And then with ELA, we might be at that time making sure that it's being taught. When we look at uh, literary um, nonfiction and we're looking at biographies and autobiographies, of key individuals who express themselves during this time and beyond of sharing things that were happening in society and their feelings about it and how they responded. Whoa, right? I know. So it makes them form more an in-depth unit. Now that's what it means to be transdisciplinary. We're connecting all the ideas together. And if your central idea and lines of inquiry are founded on the concept of beliefs and values, worded differently, right? Then it will all naturally flow. That's why we utilize the theme descriptors as an anchor. So when I'm looking at, um, you know, just before I get to that in-depth part, when I'm looking at the distribution of concepts within a theme descriptor, this is important. We don't throw in everything in the kitchen sink because we, let's just focus in on that, you know, concept of relationships and who we are again, of family, friends, communities, and cultures. I have sometimes seen as I'm working 
consulting with schools that they think they have to take all of that into uh, from the theme descriptor and teach it and uh, we have that conversation no this is to be shared by your campus and so uh, what ends up happening is that they're muddled in their focus and we need it to be defined so depending on the age we might choose family and friends in pre-k and kindergarten we might then another grade level let's say third grade might do communities then fifth grade might do cultures it doesn't matter we're not repeating we're repeating the idea of relationships but we're not repeating the focus of the relationship does that make sense and our goal is to disperse portions of the descriptor throughout the whole program of inquiry so as a child goes from pre-k if you offer it or kindergarten through fifth or sixth grade whenever they end elementary school they have touched on all the concepts within the well the concept families within your theme descriptors that's what we want the whole program does that that's why it's called a program of inquiry ding 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 amazing eh so amazing so now that you have this foundation let's move on to episode 38 and complete our challenge i'm i'm just loving this aren't you